America's longest intro music bed is Action Sports Jacks Overtime. That is now overtime with Kurtz and Middleton. The broadcast on is Middleton. Brian Middleton, that is. Casey Kurtz with you as well on a Wednesday. And we have a lot to discuss. We haven't talked about college football yet this week. We will do that. It's Why Not Wednesday, by the way. Why not, Brian Middleton? Why okay. not? All right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we will talk college football. We will talk some NFL football. We will talk Christian McCaffrey. Because uh, now I'm fascinated by a potential trade that may go down between the Panthers and somebody for Christian McCaffrey. We will talk about that. Uh, what else? We got trivia? Uh, Aaron just walked out. So, uh, sorry. Trying to process two things at one time. You asked me, did we have trivia? Yeah, we got trivia. All right. I got like a little that. for your defense. For your defense. Are you smart? If we have paper? time for that. Oh, we'll have some time. So we will we will do all of that before we are done today on a Wednesday overtime with Kurtz and Middleton. Did you see the Devontae Adams thing? Oh, yeah, man. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. I'm not mad at him. It's the right decision, guy. I, look, man, I'm not set up, but I tell you what. That man definitely saying, bring me my money. Oh, yeah. Tell him to bring me my money. It's Apologize. True. Don't take it personal. And you know what? My man, don't, I don't think he's taking it personal. Nah. I don't think he's in the corner sipping cocoa, crying with a teddy bear. I don't think so. I think he's just making the move that life presented to him, the lottery ticket that he didn't have to buy. I'm saying good for that guy. Good for that Power guy. It. We're going to have to follow that story and see how that one plays out. But, but you've done the same. What your, do you think? Your favorite player is who in let's, baseball? My favorite player. Mike Trout pushes you because Otani, I don't know. You know, it may be, I don't know how, you know, that kind of goes. But Mike Trout pushes you for whatever reason, Casey. Yeah. Down to the ground. Mm -hmm. Favorite player. Mm -hmm. Or one of your favorites. One of, yeah. Would you? Yes. Same thing, huh? Same thing. Hmm? Still love. Can we take a picture afterwards? Mm -hmm. Because it's still love there. I don't want to be part of the settlement. I just need some of your money. I need some of I need some of your money because of the potential injury that came to me. Okay. And here's the thing. Okay, I'm not mad at you. You know? Yeah. I'm not even mad. It's just business. It's a business it is, decision. It is a business. You know right. what I'm saying? You gotta do what you gotta do. And if the opportunity to collect five hundred thousand dollars is there, you gotta collect. Brian, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Mike Trout makes like thirty million dollars a year. He's not even gonna miss that money. I ain't say all that now. He's not even gonna miss nah, that I money. I ain't say all that now. I I'm, I'm I feel strongly about it. He would not miss that money, but yeah, yes, I would. Okay. Don't, don't matter who. Anybody that actually has even a little bit of money. If Brett Martineau looks at me the wrong way, I might flop. That's all I'm saying. You got to know the opportunity when it arises for you. Okay. And I know you would do the exact same thing if LeBron, Ramon, James Sr. pushed you. Oh, you know the whole name. I do. You're a fan. It's it's just character development. What You would do the same thing. Would you not? If what? If LeBron coming off the court, uh-huh. you're just cutting through, uh-huh. working for ESPN, yeah. and LeBron gave you a little shove, you went down, you would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, when you're a GOAT, you don't let your emotions go Come that on. way to civilian. <laughs> first and foremost, Civilians. all right? All right. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, of course, right? Yes, of he's course. In the, right. He's, he's in the don't miss money, but I, I just wanted to make sure that uh, we all aren't acting like, you know, Devontae did, Devontae did something that, I don't think he's a bad guy. Exactly. You said, and you said that yesterday, and I, I think that's, I think that's the point. You're not making an excuse, but let's keep this in perspective. Yeah. 
if some other guys who I won't name right now because they didn't do it, but it popped into your head, if some other guys just in the NFL, but you can go across the league, yeah, or like former NFL players had done this, you'd be like, of course, mm-hmm. of course. You know what? I I'll help you press charges. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But Devontae, I I haven't. I don't know enough about his background, but I've never heard anything like this at all, even outside of football. And, you know, someone may dig it up on Twitter eventually one day from, like, 2009 or something. But I'm just saying, like, I, I like, I don't think he's a bad guy. No. I think this is going to be something that's a learning lesson. And who knows? That might be the spark. Casey Curse back in the day in the NBA or, or let's say, Major League Baseball, sometimes the managers, they'll, they'll get thrown out. Right? Yes. And they, and they know what they're doing. They're like, hey, you know what? I've just argued this call with, with the ump, but – I don't need to really do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So maybe this is what Devontae did subconsciously. Like, he was really upset, but in the back of his subconscious, where the id and the ego are at, shout out to my boy Freud, maybe he was like, I got to spark this team somehow. I got to spark some competency in my head coach. I got to do it right now. And this guy, this cameraman, who will learn his name eventually once he casts his direct deposit. Yes. He's got to be the catalyst. So it's going to be a costly mistake, but not as costly as wasting a whole season of my NFL career. As a matter of fact, I wish I had conspiracy theory music now. Now I think it was all a part of his plan. What happened to the conspiracy theory music? It's here. I'm just not ready. That's all. It popped into my head. It's been seven minutes and 34 seconds. How are you not ready? Well, well, I mean, it was something new. At first, I pulled it up because I wanted to bring the cash or trash, tell them to bring me my money sound. Yes. But we moved past that. We were discombobulated. I get it. Listen, I think the conspiracy conspiracy theory music plays well here. I know you have to be ready by now. Oh, it's here. Oh, okay. But I've already said the conspiracy, Casey. I mean, I don't know. Do you have one? No, I just thought you were going to expand on it a little bit. No, I just think it's a part of his master plan. At this point, to make the Raiders better, yeah. So that's I, what you're 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 suggesting. Okay, yeah. Let's let's rehash. Go ahead. That Devontae Adams. That's what I said. Saw the cameraman coming. Well, saw the situation playing out, and you said, you know what I'm gonna do? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let the fans, I'm gonna let the coaching yeah. staff, and I'm gonna let my teammates know I'm frustrated about how this has started Think and so? how this has gone out. And you know what? I'm sorry, sir. You're going to get paid for it? Yeah. And I'm not a bad guy? Send me an invoice. But I'm about to send you to next week. Yeah. And that's what he did. I think so. Like, listen, these guys are supreme athletes. They got to make decisions on a dime, right? If the, if the defense is playing off, he's got to make that decision once he's supposed to, like, if there's, like, an option in the route. If he has to adjust because the line wasn't blocking for Carr, he has to make that decision right then and there. I don't think he saw the guy initially, but once he came into the periphery, I think he was like, all that happened at once. He was like, my head coach incompetent. We're one and four. I got to do something because Aaron Rodgers, as much as Casey hates the Packers, Green Bay, Wisconsin, the Midwest outside of Indiana, Mm -hmm. they're three and two. And I can't be looking goofy. I can't be looking goofy out here after I left. So I've got to do something. And then everything else you said, I think he told the guy, send me an invoice. I'm not going to push you so hard, but enough. You got to hit the ground. You got to hit the ground. We got to make it look real. And then I'll apologize afterwards. I'll be solemn. I really am sorry. I don't want him to get hurt. You know, give him his money. So, that's Brian Middleton, the broadcast on. Yeah. Some thoughts on Devontae Adams about yeah. to have to pay an ESPN cameraman. And we will continue on from that. But I thought it was good to start the show with. Anyway, Brian Middleton. Uh, Jags and the Colts. Indianapolis. Indiana. Coming soon. Jonathan Taylor. Off to the side today. No practice. Do you feel better? For the Jags in this game, 
if Jonathan Taylor does not play, even after they scored six points last week against the Houston Texans. You know? Because is Hines back? When, didn't he have uh, unconfirmed. He no. was also not out there today. Yeah. So uh, might be without the top two backs for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. It's always better for the opposing team if Jonathan Taylor is not playing. That's just across the board. Never again do you have to ask me that for at least the next two seasons, three seasons. Well, we, this is it for us in the Colts, so I won't have to ask you again, actually. We won't have to talk about Jonathan Taylor again if we don't want to. Well, I mean, I don't got no problem with Jonathan Taylor. Other than he plays for the Colts. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, I don't have no problem talking about him. Yeah. I'm just saying, next year, Casey Kurtz, if we find ourselves in this same situation, talking about the Colts, and maybe Jonathan Taylor's not playing or not practicing during the week, yeah. you don't even have to ask. Okay. You just move on from that. I'll put it, it in the notes. It's understood. All right, let me ask you this one, then. Yeah. If Jonathan Taylor does play, you know we haven't seen yet the game. The Jonathan Taylor game that we saw last year, five touchdowns against Kansas City. You remember that? Mm. We haven't seen that yet. It's actually been that disappointing. If you drafted him number one overall in fantasy, you're probably a bit disappointed right now. I know I am because I drafted him number one overall. Good week one. And then from there, it just has not been good. Are you concerned that at some point it's going to pop? He's too good of a player for it not to pop. Mm -hmm. And the Jags just might be on the receiving end of an unlucky rushing day from Jonathan Taylor. Does it end in a win? That would be my question. Not to you, but even if the Jags, because here's the deal. Every defense outside of the 85 Bears and the 2000 Ravens, no matter how good they were, got slashed up. Now, whatever that means for some people, that may mean like 115 yards when you only give up, you know, 70 as a defense normally. For some people, that means like, hey, someone broke 200 yards, two football fields on your team mm -hmm. in 60 minutes. So, like, outside of two teams in the entirety of my, you know, remembering or looking back at football, I, I mean, it's going to happen. So, even if it does happen, can we find a way to win? Now, that would be my question. And if we do, you know, like, so be it. Mm -hmm. They were due. That will be the narrative. They were due. Jonathan Taylor was due. The Jags defense was due. Even though they're not, you know, leading the league now against the run, they're still, you know, pretty – pretty consistent against it, you know, and, and so I, I I don't have I don't have faith that Jonathan Taylor is going to have that game this week, but if he does and we win, eh, eh, good for you, Jonathan. Good for you fantasy football owners who own Jonathan Taylor because it's been a struggle so far. It has, but here's the thing, Brad. Just judging by past result, right, last week, if Jonathan Taylor scores a single touchdown, you know, the Jags might be in trouble. <laughs> Just going off. Don't let it go, huh? What, I how should Won't I? Let it go. How can I let it go? You have multiple, you have five instances where it didn't look like that. The most recent one looked like that. Yes. But. Four instances. Did not look like that. Yeah, but one also pretty bad as well with the, with the turnovers. Listen, by the way, Matt Masters on YouTube said, hush your mouth, don't put that bad juju out there. Well, I'm with you. But, like, I need fantasy points, Matt. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I want the Jags to win. I'm all for it. But, like, dude, I'm 1-4 in, in fantasy, and I picked number one overall. Like, I got a serious problem going on with my fantasy team. So, I can't even beat Simpin' Ain't Easy, right? And that's Brian Middleton. He, he is team Simpin' Ain't Easy. And when you can't beat Brian Middleton, it's a problem. So, like, I need some points from Jonathan Taylor. But outside of that... Simping ain't easy, by the way. Okay. Sorry. I've watched what did I say? Me. What did I say? No, 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 no. I was just doubling oh, down. Oh, you're, you're like, hey, simping ain't easy. Because I, I look at some of, 
some people around me, and I'm just like, bro, how do you even, you know, how how do you even like live? Yeah, huh? You slave. All right, uh, but anyway. what are you saying, Casey? I it just I'm. Jonathan Taylor, if he plays, if he doesn't play, I just I'm still concerned about the offense, right? Does Gus Bradley and their defense make that adjustment? They saw what happened to him last time here in Jacksonville. I also think the Colts will have working for them that the Jags aren't very good in Indianapolis and they don't have to go through a week where it's like, hey, you know, can't win in Jacksonville, can't this, can't that. I mean, they were asked about that all week before the game week too. They don't have to deal with that this week. And they're coming off a long week. You would think people are getting healthy. I don't I know I told you Jonathan Taylor practiced off to the side today, wasn't with the team in practice. He'll play. I would be shocked if he misses a Thursday game and then it's that serious where we come back all the way around, he doesn't play. Like that would surprise me. I have no inside information. I'm just telling you that I would surprise me. Mm-hmm. But I would have to think that the Colts are gonna make the adjustment, especially after what they saw with the Texans. And, like, I'm not convinced the Jags are going to go up there and be able to score points. Why Why should I be convinced about that? Well, because they, they played the same team, and they did score points. But in I mean, literally, that's the reason why I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's say you make an adjustment. Can the Jags not make an adjustment before you go back to the Houston game? Okay. Can they not – do they not have coaches on their staff that we think uh, have the ability to go in at halftime and be like, hey, because for a couple of these games, Casey – We've seen the Jazz come out in the second half and and look a lot better than they did in the first half. So, you know, like, yes, Indy is going to make some adjustments. Indy has some positive momentum. Good for them, okay? But we already played them one time, all right? And we know that we can score on this team. What changed for the defense of Indianapolis so much that we can't score on them? Besides Uh, adjustments that we don't know about. Correct. Nothing. Other than and you- Gus, 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 is that what you call your your argument is Gus Bradley? Is your, that's okay. All right, no, I not think- the Gus. He's a great guy. Compete, compete. Oh my goodness! I think there you go. I think it does not help that the vibes are at an all time low for the quarterback and for this offense. It's it's the sh- they're in the mud. Like I don't know what to tell you. So that going with the adjustments that the Colts can make, yeah, I'm concerned about it. And to your point, I'm not – I have total faith in Doug Peterson and the coaching staff. My problem is with the execution on the field. That's where I have a problem. And by the way, <laughs> if we want to admit it or not, someone's going to play left guard. I get it. You're without your starting left guard. Mm-hmm. So that's going to factor in. Shatley is definitely capable of playing the position. I understand that. Don't come after me. But you are down a starting offensive lineman now. And we'll see how that plays out. But I think you can't watch what happened against Houston and feel super confident that they're going to score points against the Indianapolis Colts. You just can't. You just can't. Now, what what I think is a fair thing to be confident about, I don't think they're going to get shut out again. But you can still feel good about the defense. Hey, and especially what you saw on Thursday Night Football, you could say, hey, you know, this defense, they're going to hold them to 14 or less. I don't think they're going to shut them out again. But 10, 14, that's reasonable. But I'm not convinced that the Jags can score 15. I'm just not. Plain and simple. Hmm. Interesting. We'll see. And I That's, said it. Go ahead. No, you got it. I was just going to say, I said earlier, I think this, is a, this has to be a big game for Trevor Lawrence because the one thing that Trevor Lawrence has known in his NFL career besides dysfunction is playing well against the Indianapolis Colts. He's beat them twice, and the game that they lost in Indianapolis last year, they probably should have won, but Trevor fumbled in midfield. He played well. So I just want to believe this. I don't know if there's any 
legs to this, but I, I, I want to believe that Trevor has the confidence that when he's playing the Indianapolis Colts, he can just go to that spot where he's like, you know what, I'm better than them and I've proven it. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to shred it up. And I hope that's true. And I hope that's right. But it's the one team that he's consistently had success against, and hopefully that comes out this week in Indianapolis. But that's what I'm relying on. Like when we do the show on Sunday morning, ESPN 690 Game Day Live, me and Brian Middleton will hold it down. We'll be here. That's what I'm going to be going off of. Be like, well, he's been good against them before. Because I've got no past experience at least the last two weeks to go off of to feel confident about. Not just with the quarterback, with the receivers as well. The only guy coming off last week that I'm like, hey, you got to feed him is Travis Etienne. And we'll see how they manage that with James Robinson. Maybe Evan Ingram. But Christian Kirk's had a couple of bad weeks. There's been a lot of bad weeks all the way around. If you, if all you have to go on is how he played in, what, week two against Indy, and that's what makes you say, okay, he has the, if, if I'm misunderstanding you, correct me. He has the, he has to have a big game, and he can have a big game because of how he's played for them in the past. Mm-hmm. Again, this season, earlier this season, but even last season, but especially in week two. Yes. Then why are you going to say that I have no you have no confidence that they can put up points like none I get that it's knocked down because of the Texans game but the same reason why you're like okay I can at least lean on the fact that he's played well against them uh you know in the past the Colts Trevor Lawrence that is that should be the same thing you can lean on by saying they can score points against this Colts defense this season I don't know I'm just saying and I'm just saying, I'm See, not confident. Jags fans are picking and choosing, which is your right. You're paying the money, you know, for the for the tickets, for the parking, for the polos, <laughs> the for parking. the t-shirts, mm-hmm. for the overpriced uh, drinks. You there know what I mean? Go. So, like, listen, man, I, I, you know, make your make up what you want to make up about the situation. But I will say this, Trevor Lawrence. There is a moment, right? He's played in big games where you're just like, I need, I, you know, I, I need to make sure that. I do what I'm supposed to do. I think if he goes in there with the mindset that, hey, man, I got to make sure the past two weeks especially, I got to make sure that I have a big game, I think that's disastrous for us going into this game. Just go in there and do the things that Doug Peterson says do and then and, and know it so well that you're not overthinking it, right? Far be it for me to tell a, a NFL QB how to prepare for a game. But I'm just saying, if he's not focused on these past two games in the way that it's like, I got to have a big game now, I think that plays better for him. If he's just going in and saying, hey, listen, man, I'm Trevor Lawrence. I'm here for a reason. I got a good coach. We got a good scheme. We've been in every game so far this season, regardless of me, and sometimes because of me, and I know if I do what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to get some wide receiver drops. I'm going to overthrow some people in the first quarter. It's just going to happen until, you know, probably my third or fourth season. But by the time we hit the second quarter, as long, as long as I'm not doing anything crazy, forcing anything, I can make all of these throws. I can make all of the throws that need to be made in this game. So, like, do that. Don't think that you need to have a big game. Don't listen. Not saying to Casey, but to, like, all the outside noise. I'm sure people are telling that. But I'm saying if he has the mindset, well, I got to have a big game, I think – it's going to be a bit disastrous. It's going to lead into pressing, and we've seen what happens when he's pressed so far this season. If they lose, is the season dead? No, I, I was listening. I was able to catch that <laughs> that part of the uh, of Brenton friends when you guys started talking about that. No, 
And what is season dead? Listen, but Casey, you're talking to somebody who's like, if they win six games, I'm happy. Yeah, you really I, did stand by that. I can tap into 2020 and 2021. I can tap into that pain. That, that watching that and being over in TV and having to sit and wait for them to come out and do the post-game show and listen to some guy. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about the sport guys come out there and just be like, oh, yep. man, this is terrible. And even when I started working with you over there, you just be like, man, frustrated. And I'm like, man, you got to watch that, man, because, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll send you to the doctor, you know, being too invested into the Jags right now. They are not a good team. So I can, I can tap into that pain. No! Six, seven, eight wins. I'm Gucci. Like my boy Marcus Wilson say, Gucci. So you're not going to admit this season is dead until there's not a possibility for six wins. Is that what I'm hearing? Like yes. You will take yes. it down yes. to the numbers. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Okay. Just checking. But for you, I'm assuming. They said the season's dead. <laughs> no, I'm saying we got to see how it plays out. But uh, Oh, man. Listen, can't lose to the Texans. Like, this is where this all comes back to. Yeah. Because if they beat the Texans and lose this game, I'm like, I'm not even talking about is the season dead. But now... Colts aren't very good. The Texans aren't good at all. And you might lose to them in back-to-back weeks. The Eagles is fine, but season. Side note, Casey. Yeah. Uh, a great name, Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker. I'm yes. just saying. Good name. Amazing name. I, I like alliteration stuff. Hey, I don't know if you heard. The Tennessee Volunteers are going to beat the Alabama Crimson Tide this weekend. Have you no, heard that? No, I believe I heard that on an episode of uh, OT with Curtis and Middleton. Yeah, it's a, it's a That good was program. outstandingly wrong. But, hey, way to be on the forefront. Just wait. You'll see. Wait till what, 2030? They'll all see. Come Saturday. I think it's on CBS 47. Check your local listings. Either way, overtime with Kurtz and Middleton on ESPN 690. Don't have to check the local listings because we're coming back right after this. Overtime, Kurtz and Middleton, ESPN 6. 90 on a Wednesday. Why not Wednesday? Why not Wednesday? A lot of ways you could go with that. If you're watching the stream, it's on the stream. A little graphic along with our graphic as well. So that's where Why Not Wednesday is coming from. If you are on the radio, you're like, what is he talking about? Well, it's on the stream, which is on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. So you can you know, potentially see it when you're not driving. Of course, if you are in your car driving, we appreciate you listening. If you are on the stream, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, we appreciate you as well. Uh, all the other spots you can listen but not see, as always, we appreciate you. We have the Jags and the Colts. Big one coming up on Sunday for the Jags. I, You know how big of a deal I think it is. The season may or may not be dead if it does not play out in the way of the Jacksonville Jaguars. But we got more time to talk about that. One thing we have not done this week is college football. Why have we not talked too much college football? We do that. Because there's a big one that's going to be on ESPN 690. Actually, two of them in the, uh, in the noon window. A huge game between Penn State and Michigan. That one will be on ESPN 690. Whoa, 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 Casey Kurtz, I got to interrupt, man. You know what we haven't done in a couple of weeks? No. Are you smarter than Casey Kurtz? Oh. Now, we can get to college football, and we will get to college football, but I got your opponent on the phone right now. You know him very well, okay? You know him very well. Okay. You see him almost every day. Florida State and Clemson on ESPN 690. I'm just going to finish my thought. Anyway, okay. go yeah. on. Uh, the greatness of this man uh, can't be recounted enough when we don't have enough time. I will just say, okay, this guy is a New York Jets fan through and through. Please tell Stands me Stands by his Nets, his Jets, and his Mets. 
It's seriously Aaron Schachter. It's the one. It's the only. It's Aaron Schachter. Aaron, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great, although slightly insulted. We have to ask if I'm smarter than Casey Kurtz. I think we know the answer. Holy smokes. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, nice to talk to you, Aaron. It's been 31 minutes. so um, far, t- far too short of a time, yes. Glad glad we get to do this again. I didn't realize you were coming on the show. I would have been more prepared, but uh, Brian Milton likes to keep these things close to the chest, and you didn't mention it all day, so... Uh, yeah, are you smarter than Casey Kurtz? I don't even know what my record is now, Brian. Do you? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, uh, I believe, two and four. That's not right. Yeah, two that and four. That is absolutely you beat your not dad. the right answer. I beat you my beat dad. Jenkins. I beat Jenkins. Uh, you lost to Chase. You that lost to Justin. That was a technicality. You that lost wasn't to, fair. Oh, you beat Marcus. So you're three I beat and four. Marcus. Matt Davis, you cheated. So like, so there's, three and five. there's a few technicalities. There's some cheating. Uh, we're not the Houston Astros, but some weird was going on. Yeah, yeah. If they're cheating, someone tell me how to cheat. I need to know how to do that. Uh, I don't think you'll have to cheat right here. Um, what? So, Since when are you not on my no, side? I'm on your side. You don't have to cheat either, man. You, well, apparently, you, I need to start because this isn't going well for me. Well, you know what? Let me get into the actual uh, Just rules. Just play real the quick. music, bad. Let's do this. Aaron Schachter, these are the rules, all right? You get one point per correct answer, one guess per question. You do not have to wait for the question to be completed to answer. And if your opponent gets their guess wrong, I will finish. And or repeat the question before you have to answer. Do you understand, sir? Yes, sir. All right. First up. As of week one of the NFL season, three of the top four schools with the most players in the league come from the SEC. Alabama, Georgia, and what other school? LSU. Wow. There you go, Casey. Okay. All right, Casey. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Next up. This American sports drama television series that is currently in its fifth season premiered October of 2018. This series is inspired by the life of professional American football player Spencer Pacinger with Daniel Ezra in the lead role. Aaron? That's the wrong That's a one. That's hard one. Oh, yeah, okay. Someone? I, uh... All right. I don't know. Last chance to you? I don't have no idea. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. Oh. Aaron always brags about watching TV. Shaqter, what do you got? Nothing on this one. Oh. All right. That's your guess. All right. I'm the, it's All-American. Oh. All-American. Where do they show this All-American program? Can I say that over the airwaves with us being with uh, Cosme? It's on CW. All right. Uh, you can find I've it never heard of that TV I've show. I've never once heard of it, nor watched hey. the CW. Great show. You should watch Hey, real quick. Yeah. Do, I, do I have to wait for my turn, or can I shout out an answer? I forget. Yeah, you can shout out. You can shout out, okay? Next up. As of week one of the NFL season, one of the top four schools with the most players in the league. When did we just do this? LSU. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) One of the top four schools with the most players uh, in the league isn't from the SEC. Uh, What school uh, is it? In case he gets you banned, Aaron. Casey? (laughs) Ohio State. Wow. Casey's up two to nothing. All right, next up. What is the oldest European-founded city in the United States? The oldest European-founded city in the United States. Yes. I'll go with St. Augustine. That's what, Okay, we got a little bit of a game here. Come on. 
back in 1565. Next up. He's so old, obviously, got it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was living in St. Augustine back then. You're, you're in the picture. Oh, man. This urban poet <laughs> broke onto the scene as a teenager in the early 2010s with musical poems like Love Sosa and Don't Like. Chief Keith. There we go. <laughs> Casey Kurtz up 3-1. Next up. This well-known former New York Jets player oh, has memorable catchphrases like can't wait. and Bart Scott. Bart Scott. Oh, man. Aaron, he got you just a little bit. <laughs> he got you by a little bit, man. It's the phone delay. It's the phone it delay? Okay. You're absolutely right. All right, well, then it's 4-1, four four Schachter. Whoa, what? I'm 42. You agreed. Stop agreeing. Don't do that Whoa, on air. What? Always deny. Always deny. <laughs> this, is, this is the cheating. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. It's the Houston Astros of sports radio. Let's go. Nice. <laughs> Where's my drum? Uh, <laughs> name the song where old Creole Williams helps the singer by giving him some homemade wine that gets sweeter with time. Do you need me to repeat it? Yeah, not me. Name the song where old Creole Williams helps the singer by giving him some homemade wine that gets sweeter with time. I, I don't even know what to say. Can we get like a genre? Country. Well, yeah. Taylor Swift. Hmm. Mm. Oh. Not the singer. The song. Name the song. Taylor Swift song. <laughs> oh. uh, Aaron Schachter. Anything. Uh, uh, you need the song name? I don't got I don't gotcha. Okay. Dust on the bottom. Oh, yeah, that is Dust right. on the bottom. Is yeah. that, uh, what is that, like a David Lee Murphy? Is that the There you go. There you go. Don't, Don't, give, him points. Points. Don't give him points. There you go. That wasn't the question. All right, next up. So, uh, in golf, if your ball comes to rest next to a cactus, you may wrap an arm or leg in a towel to protect yourself from the needles when you play your shot, but you can't cover the cactus with a towel. What is this rule known as? The cactus rule. Wow. I feel like you guessed that, and that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Aaron, I am absolutely demolishing you, by the you way. You really are. These, are. these are pretty obscure questions, though. Yeah. Next. Yeah, so I'm proving that I'm smarter than you. Anyway, go on. Here we go. What is created when two hydrogen atoms combine with one oxygen atom? Hydrogen dioxide. No. <laughs> Water. Wait. Oh, you get, Water. You get, you get, you get Am I not answer. supposed to? Oh, I was kidding with the You what? <laughs> Don't worry, Aaron. The last question's worth like 86 points. So you oh, I was going to change it. I was going to be like, no, but since you said so, uh, Casey, here we go. All right. Last one is worth, uh, what's the score? 5-2? 6-2. 6-2? I believe it's 4-3. to three. What? Okay. Yeah. Either way. 6-2, six, 4-3. Six Either way. This, this is, is it. Worth, this is worth five points, Aaron. If this is a New York Jets question, I'm going to lose my Since the mind. induction... <laughs> <laughs> Since the induction of the college football playoffs, only six coaches have made it to the championship game. Three of them are Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, and Dabo Sweeney. Can you name... Hey, on. Can you Dang name it. the other three coaches? So, Casey, you got one so oh. far. Ed, Ed Orgeron. To go to the playoff? To go to the championship game. Oh. So that's one. So you, you, you got that too, I guess. Because you, you heard Who's of. the ones you gave us again? Uh, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, and Dabo Sweeney. Hmm. Who else was the team? Mm. Um. Yeah. Mm. Oh, 
Wake me up. Email me when you get there, guys. Brian Day and Brian Kelly. Oh, Casey Kurtz, you are off by one. I knew it wasn't Brian. Oh. Yeah, but that, good, good job. So Ryan Day and Ed Orgeron are two of them. Aaron Schachter, can you uh, get that third one? For five points in the win. Can we start counting mm. or something? Sure. This is the countdown there. I got to find the countdown first. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that sixth one. All right. Or fifth one. All right, Aaron. It's all good, man. This was a waste of time for you guys. Huh? Oh, like I, it wasn't. You got some good ones in was. there, man. You it guys was. Really you disappointed. Lost. You lost. You are not smarter than Casey Kurtz. Mm-hmm. I gave you two of the three. You couldn't even come up with the last one. We didn't even need a technicality. There was no cheating involved. I am smarter than Aaron Schachter, oh, who you, you can hear on the Eagle. You can hear on this station. But it don't matter because he's not smarter than his younger, much younger, counterpart, Casey Kurtz. Aaron <laughs> so Schachter, funny. what do you have to say for yourself? Wow. Is he still there? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm just in shock at all of the uh, the smarts that are coming out of the phone right now. It's an amazing, amazing segment, guys. Look at that. Humble. That's the way that you handle it with sportsmanship, unlike somebody who just won the game. Well, well, well done, Aaron Schachter. Thank you for, for hopping on. Thanks, Aaron. You're a loser, but we'll see you tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right, bye, man. We're done with Aaron Schachter. Because I beat him. Who's the last one? Uh, Oregon's Mark Helfrich. I can never say his name. Yeah. What? In 2014. Really? Yeah. There's not. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know that at all. Yeah. I forgot about that. Anyway. Uh, I don't think I ever knew it. I don't think yeah, I paid I attention think I to what he, uh, to be yeah. honest. Well, I'm another winner, Brian Middleton. We take on all comers. And I'm ready for the next one. Whoever you got next Wednesday. I will continue to build on the winning streak. Because Aaron Schachter could not stop the streak. Because now it's a streak. You rolled him. Roll rolled him. The same way you picked them over Tennessee. The Tennessee Volunteers will win. Anyway, not important. What do we got coming up next? For your defense? For your defense? Let's do it on the other side. Overtime with Kurtz and Middleton. We'll be right back. I hear we have some complaining going on from Aaron Schachter. I've, I've heard there's been messages received that he wants a rematch. you got to get that man a rematch now. I don't have to do That's anything. That's what true champs do, man. I take all comers unless you lose. Then you move to the back of the line. You know what I'm saying? we got plenty of people lined up in the building. They need another go. I, I, I'm sorry. It just doesn't work out that way. When you when you lose and you're not smarter than Casey Kurtz, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you, you just got to live with it. Are you shining on Thursday's show with Brenton Friends? Are you letting it be known if you're... Overtalked by Aaron, if he butts in, if he disagrees with your take, are you like ah ah ah? Yeah, I'll bring it. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, I'll get it in there. There's no doubt about it. I'll okay. get it in there for sure. Hey, before we do for your defense, let me tell you about the UNF Ospreys real quick. You know, you know my people with the UNF Ospreys, uh, the basketball team, about to get rolling coming up in not so long. I mean, the the way these days be flying by, Brian Middleton basketball gonna be here. As soon as you know it, Carter Hendrickson and Jose Placier earn all A-Sun preseason honors. No surprise. Carter Hendrickson, his third honor, Jose's first. And by the way, UNF picked fifth in out of 14 teams in the A-Sun preseason coaches poll. UNF men's soccer goalkeeper Micah Gunn earns the first ever goalkeeper of the week honor after a shutout against Queens. One to nothing. Queens is not in New York, by the way, if you're wondering for the college. They do not take place in New York. And uh, UNF Soccer finally on the ESPN+. Plus. They have made it. They had their first broadcast of soccer 
at Hodges Stadium on ESPN+. Plus. That was last weekend in a one nothing win over Jacksonville State. You know what to do if you want to know more about UNF, the Ospreys, the athletic, direct, uh, the athletic program, any of that. UNFOspreys.com, schedules, tickets, and results. And go check out the good people at my alma mater. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz, overtime with Kurtz and Middleton. We got for your defense, Brian? There we go. Yes, we do, Casey Kurtz. I hear that. Casey, we haven't done this in a while either. We have not. Things have been off. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed this because of the fact that you're quick on your feet. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you don't get shaken when I come at you with a particular like topic. You're, you're like, I'm a defense attorney at heart, and maybe in the future because you know they make a lot of money. Yeah. And, and I can make an argument for anything. So I always appreciate that about you, Casey Kurtz. Mm-hmm. And you don't need a you don't need a refresher. I don't nah. think the people listening need a refresher either, Casey. We're going to get right into it. All right. Let's do it. <clears throat> Where's my gap? Yep. Accused of counting his chickens before they hatch in the first degree. Defend your client, Mike Hutchinson, who caught Albert Pujols' 703rd and final career home, home run. But he may have lost a chance at making as much as $250,000 because he failed to get it authenticated before he left the game by the MLB. And Go. Listen, he was excited, right? It was an opportunity that does not come around once. And listen, I don't need, he doesn't need no dang authentication. We all saw it. As far as I understand it, the game was on TV, was it not? And you see the ball go into the stands. You see my client, Mike A. Hutchinson, come out with the ball, making the play. And I don't, I don't need the MLB to tell me that this is the ball because it is. You all saw it happen. Mm. It's worth the same amount. Mm. It don't matter. It does not matter at all because I'm still going to get a good amount of money for it. Either way, if the MLB is involved or if they are not. Fun fact, he turned down $100,000 at the actual game and looked at the fan and said, too low. Now it may be that's zero. My, that's my client right there. Mm. It's not going to be zero, man. Come on now. Because you sent in an invoice yeah, come <laughs> for on, defense. Man. I got you. Uh, let's see. Brian Middleton, I know you're not much of a... Uh, not at all. Not at all. Yep, and not a sports better. But uh, you, do, you do understand how the lines work, and if not, I will explain it to you here. Uh, USC, 6-0, and the uh, seventh-ranked team in the nation. They will travel to Utah this weekend. Utah, a team that lost to the Florida Gators, another loss as well. Two losses on the season. They are favored by three-and-a-half points to a team that is undefeated with a coach and a quarterback that seem to be flying right now. Mm-hmm. Brian, I need you to defend Las Vegas and the sports book people and tell me why Utah is favored in this game when they have absolutely no business mm-hmm. being favored. Yeah, yeah, okay. Here we go. That's easy. Listen, Utah across the board going into the season, regardless of what USC, what kind of moves they made, what kind of transfers they had, what kind of way that Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma in shambles as far as recruiting goes, Utah had what we thought the better team. I think they still do probably. Now, by the end of the season, that may change. But because they have such a solid team, and because Vegas knows things that we don't know, and we always say that on this show, I hear you and Jenkins Jr. say it all the time, I'm going to go with Utah being the favorites, regardless of the Heisman Trophy winner possibly being at USC right now, Casey Kurtz. All right. All right. All right. Next up. Accused of being the bigger man in the second degree. This Kyler is- Murray. Just kidding. 
<laughs> Never, right? Never. This is a, a bit of a rehash, but since you were gone during the Draymond Green punch, oh, yeah. I'm circling back like uh, like the girl Jen Saki, okay? Defend your client, Golden State's Jordan Poole, for not making a huge public public deal after getting his head basically knocked off by Draymond Green. Because uh, I know that if this was Casey Lamont Kurtz, that video, that fight, and this whole story might have had an entirely different outcome. And go. Listen, my client, Jordan Poole, he's about the team. He's a team player. He understands what this team could be. One of the greatest to ever play basketball, as a matter of fact, and they've been that. You know what I'm saying? They could win another championship. He wants to keep the team together. This guy understands what it takes. And listen, in no way, shape, or form does my client not understand what Draymond Green has, and that's a lot of money. We will settle this outside of the public eye. Draymond, go hand over a couple of stacks. Cold, hard cash. I don't need the government getting involved. I don't need no taxes taken out. Just hand over some cash. Things will sweep under the rug. It'll be fine, and we will go back to playing basketball and being one of the best teams in the league. Hmm. Okay. It's about the team. File a police report. Anyway, hey, he's not the, the guy from the sidelines. All right, Brian, I got one for you. There's been some beef on Twitter between Odo Beckham Jr. and some random fans. Okay. But the point of the story is this, and I will tell you who you're defending in a second, but the most recent tweet from Odo Beckham Jr. L.A. knows where I wanted to be, but they didn't offer me dot, 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 anything. So I don't know what you people want me to do. Mm-hmm. So you're going to defend the Los Angeles Rams. You're going to defend the Rams who have struggled on offense. They do have Cooper Cup. There's no doubt about it. But other than that, it has not been good. The offensive line has been bad, and they've struggled to score points after scoring a ton last year. So go ahead and defend the Rams for not bringing back Odell Beckham Jr. and offering him, according to Odell, nothing. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's tough when you watch the Rams uh, being two and three right now, and it's a struggle across the board, and they can't quite seem to get it right. But I will say this. Coming off of a Super Bowl run where they made decisions to make the team what it was to win that championship, I got to trust what the front office is doing. I think they got a very Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins feel to it where the team gets good, Wins the championship, tear it down, do it all over again. It's more fun that way. Interesting. <laughs> okay, next up. Going back to baseball. Okay. Accused of being a hothead in the first degree. Defend Houston Astros pitcher Phil Maton. After he punched the locker last week, after he gave up a hit to his little brother on the Phillies, and now he's out for the entirety of the playoffs, Casey Kurtz. Who am I defending? Phil Maton. I'm defending the pitcher. Great. Okay. Listen, my client, he's he's just, he's not in a good state of mind, right? He gave up a hit to his brother. Can you imagine how humiliating that's going to be at Thanksgiving and Christmas for the rest of the time? He plays for the Houston Astros. He already knew where he should have thrown the pitch. He just didn't execute, right? He's going through a lot. Very similar to Devontae Adams, right? He pushed the guy down. Okay. My, my client, he didn't punch nobody, which is a good thing. But, you know, he did punch a locker. It's okay. Listen, they weren't going to use him in the postseason anyway. My client knows where he ranks. He wants out of Houston anyway. So there's, it's not really that big of a deal. You know what I'm saying? We punch a locker, okay, the locker's going to be fine. No damages. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. <laughs> Good stuff, Casey Curtis. That's all I got for For Your Defense. For Your Defense on a Wednesday. All of a sudden, that'll do it for us. Overtime, Kurtz and Middleton, the broadcast on. Casey Kurtz, we're back at it uh, tomorrow, as far as I understand. Brent and friends from 3 to 6. Me and Brian Middleton from 6 Tomorrow Thursday until 7.30. I already talked to Justin Kuzar. We'll do some social games. I, hey. I kind of have an idea of what we're doing, hey. which is cool. It should be a good one. Oh, wait uh, a minute. So, he didn't tell me the full thing.
but I hope you join us for it. He just told me the trend that it's going to be. Anyway, have a good night. We will talk to you tomorrow. Until then, peace out. I want to eat a spicy chicken in my Tesla. <laughs> Is it too much to ask?